Hello again, and welcome to a financial thought leadership podcast, Banking on Experience, sponsored by CRM Next, the banking CRM, where we simplify work, drive growth, and deliver on experience. This podcast is meant to empower individuals working in the financial industry with stories, experiences, and knowledge straight from the source. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, and stay tuned for an awesome show. Welcome to another episode of Banking on Experience. I'm your host, James Gilbert. I am super excited today because we are joined by Ali Magaki, who is the Chief Retail Officer at IQ Credit Union. She has over 26 years of credit union experience, and I am so excited to have her. Welcome to the show, Ali. Thank you for having me, James. I am excited to be here. You know, we are going to be talking about how IQ built a world-class sales culture. Now, I got to tell you, There's not a lot of credit unions out there that are willing to admit or even talk about the word sales in most of their pitches. So I'm particularly excited about this episode because I've had a chance to meet Allie in person a little bit and she definitely knows what she's talking about. (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) So Allie, let's start with, you know, give us the the story of you, first of all, uh, growing in your career in the credit union space, because I also think that is just a beautiful story. All right, James, that could be a whole podcast in itself. So I will keep it as brief as possible. I'm currently the chief retail officer here at IQ Credit Union. So I get the privilege to partner with retail branches, our sales, obviously, that's why we're here today. And then our member and our lending contact centers. So it's all about the people. I started in 1996 as a teller. I've had various positions in the credit union, back office with lending, loss prevention, several different roles in leadership, but the majority of my career has been in the retail space and obviously in that sales culture. I am a proud graduate of WCMS um, in 2014. Personally, school is just not my forte growing up. That's just not something that I probably excelled in. I believe in education. I think this, the structure of college was not suited for me. So I'm proud to say I am an executive without a degree, but believe in continued education. I have been super fortunate to be able to work for a company that prides themselves in giving back in the community. And fortunately, I was born and raised in this community. So giving back and to a company that's invested in me is priceless. So that's a little bit about my history at the credit union in a nutshell, but really excited to be here to talk about our sales culture and what we have cultivated at IQ. Let's talk about the culture a little bit, because like I said in the beginning, a lot of times this is avoided. At, at credit unions, at least the ones that I've spoken to, a lot of them. Why do you think that is? Well, James, I wouldn't say necessarily that it's avoided. I think that the foundation is built on not having the voice of those staff because really they're the ones doing the products and selling your products and offering your services. And so when you try to build something from the, the top, and deliver it to your frontline staff without the voice of the employee, it may not be the right approach. It might not be inclusive. It's not collaborative. And so I don't think that it's necessarily avoided. I think that sometimes the foundation isn't there to build the right type of culture. And then typically when people think of credit unions and people think of the word sales, they automatically go to 
oh, auto sales or yeah. people that work completely in commission and offer you things that you don't need. And so we try to incorporate it in our culture. We call it rewarding relationships. And that's really what it's about. We're rewarding our staff by having conversations, by knowing your member, by meeting the member where they're at. And so we utilize our staff first, and then what is the business need? And then building the sales culture from there. I really like that simplicity of rewarding relationships. Because I mean, like, like every credit union out there has a has an initiative or it's part of their key parts of their culture to be servicing their members, right? And always looking out for the best interests. And, and naturally, I think this is probably one of the few industries out there where there are real life-changing moments in conversations that happen. And that is relationship building. That's totally that. But those life-changing moments are oftentimes passed on to a sales idea. <laughs> Correct. Yes. That's the bridge, right? Yes, definitely. And that's really what it's about. It's about meeting the member where they're at, based like what you just said, James, where they're at in their life today. And that could change the next day that they come in to the branch, right? Or the next time they call us over the phone. And so we just want to be there for the member, no matter what what they're facing in their life at that time. What are some of the big mistakes you think people, people make when it comes to trying to, you know, develop a sales culture? Right. So I know that you offer a sales program, right? And tools and resources. And so I think instead of going straight to that, building what you want your sales culture to be before getting the tools and resources, the tools and resources will make things more efficient will make you look more intelligent, um, will create um, a platform for data, but it's really about the staff. And so what we do at IQ is we partner with Integrity Solutions and we offer the Member Advantage Program. And this enables our learning and development team to facilitate to our retail staff sales that is based on integrity and really about the relationship, the approach, the interview, demonstrating, um, seeking out the, what the needs are, their unperceived needs, being proactive and finding solutions that they don't even know that they might have a problem in the future. And so I think it's important for people to find the right sales culture partner that's going to embrace the same values that you embrace. Ali, one of the things that we had talked about when we very first had gotten together on a call, you had talked to me a little bit about your reward system. Can you can you give the listeners an idea of <laughs> what, what this looks like? Uh, I mean, literally, IQ has gamified this stuff. And I think it is well, well done. I mean, it is so good. Uh, so give the listeners, what is it? What is this reward system you do? How does your staff feel about it? And how did you get kind of executive buy-off to do this? All right. So first we have an in-house um, homegrown CRM system, and which is called RIC. So it's R-I-Q. So it's Relationship IQ. And our in-house programmer has built us 
a customized CRM system that fits our needs. And so I won't go into all the details that that does, but when you talk about gamification and things like that, it is real time. So when staff go in and they do product offers or they track a sale or they track a service um, accomplishment, they can see exactly where they're at in the month, what they've done, how much incentive that they're earning. But in addition to that, uh, we have incentive pay. It's monthly and quarterly. We have something that's called IQ honors. So we acknowledge and recognize our top performers. And what that looks like is they're invited to a lunch with the executive team. Um, unfortunately, it's been virtual lately, but typically it's in person. And then they also get a half a day off. And so we do that quarterly. We also have relationship stars where we recognize them on our internet. And so it's all about recognition. During our quarter, we have campaigns and we have timed contests. We have surprise contests. We give away blazer tickets. We have operating principles. And so we always nominate a winner who displays our, um, our core values. We do recognition for perfect net promoter scores. So it's just not about sales. It's about the service that you provide. We do top achievers, we do member compliments, and then we also use this platform called Kazoo. It's very like social media slash gamification because people are getting recognized, people can like it, and when people like it, they earn more points. And then based on these points, they can go and get gift cards, they can go get electronics, whatever, whatever they're wanting for their points. So a lot of recognition, and that's really you're rewarding the behaviors that you're looking for. And so while we are integrity-based, needs-based credit union, we're driving the behavior that we're looking for from the staff. And that's really about creating a relationship with the member and putting a product or service that's going to make their lives much easier. I got to dive in a little bit here because I know this is not an easy task to do this. How long did it take you to build a reward system like this? So when it comes to our, um, our RIC CRM system in-house, that is our programmer. His name is Dan, and this has been decades of building. And I think we are in a RIC refresh right now. And so that project gate, this is RIC refresh, I want to say like phase 22. And so every year we gather and we look at our systems and see what we can do to improve, what, what opportunities, where our successes are. And then when you look at rewarding relationships alone, Nalia is our sales manager. She has been in that role for almost two years and has really taken it by <laughs> with her joyful spirit and made it what it is today. And a lot of it is because of her. She believes a lot about in the recognition, making sure that the staff feel valued and that we have buy-in because that creates the sales culture that we embrace every day. So that just goes to show you that this is a journey. It takes time to do all this stuff. Everybody knows that, but you should start, right? And I think that's kind of the point is we want, we want to try to help educate everybody out there that is listening that, you know, you can get started with this stuff now. It's definitely a marathon, not a sprint. Ali, I know that you've kind of mentioned this a little bit with those that have been involved in creating the reward system and you've You've mentioned it a little bit too before when we were talking about just the overall impact. But let's let's uh, double down on that impact with your staff. So talk to me a little bit about what are the success stories that you that you can share with that have happened with the staff specifically as you've developed this sales culture that has really just helped drive growth for you guys. 
All right, James. So like I mentioned, we do rewarding relationships. We do a task force every year. And based on performance, based on position, we gather at least one staff from each job family and retail to be representing their peers in this task force. And what they do is they gather feedback from their peers in each of their job families. It's a full day work session that we compile ideas and trends, seek to understand with other staff. We take a look at budget. Obviously, there's always a budget analysis in there as well, because when you're talking about incentive. And then what we do is gather the voice of the employee. And this is where we formed job family advancement levels. And this is what came from the voice of the employee. They just didn't want to feel like they weren't advancing in the role that they were currently in. And so we have MSRs, we have MCCRs, MAs, MSOs, LCCOs. And in each of those job families, we have levels one, two, and three. And each of them aren't just based on sales. It's based on service. It's based on knowledge. It's based on traits. It's based on taking courses or classes, trainings. And so they're really feeling like they're getting invested in. And so when you invest in that staff, they're going to give back in a way to your membership that we give back to them. One of the things that we did during COVID, James, that we had done prior, and it really made a difference during COVID, is we have a huge belief in outbound calling. I feel that it's not cold calling because we're calling our own members, but it's really, we call all of our members in the month that they open their account, thanking them for their business and um, celebrating their anniversary with us. And then obviously let, giving them the platform of what's going well, what, is there any needs that you're needing today while you have me on the phone? But really it's, it's a service call to let the member know that we know that they're choosing IQ when there's so many other financial institutions out there to choose from. You know, it's funny because you, the way that you, you framed up the outbound stuff, because naturally, like when we all think of that in a sales motion, we think of it as a negative, but I actually think of this just like you framed it up, which is a simple gesture with current members to help just establish the relationship even more, but also be proactive. I think that's one of the key words that we should use more, right? In, in the culture at a credit union is how do we be proactive with our members and not reactive where they're just coming to us, rather we're going to them. And I love the fact that you called that out because I don't know that I know of a lot of credit unions that do a lot of that kind of stuff. We pride ourselves in our outbound calling and then our member onboarding. Our member onboarding is it's a two, 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 six, one factor. And so when the member comes in and onboards with us at two days, we send them a handwritten card, thanking them for choosing IQ and asking for a referral. I think it, those are our best referrals is from our current membership. And then we reach out again in two weeks and two months and six months and one year. And it's just having that, we call them book of business, having that relationship. And then members always want that go-to person. They want that direct line or that direct email so that they can get a hold of somebody when, when they need something or when they need advice, having that relationship and not having just to dial the main line. I think it creates a more personalized experience for the member. Well, Allie, we're getting close to time. I think I've, I've drilled you pretty hard on, on this sales culture stuff. Before we, we get into my final question, what do you think the first 
one or two steps should be for a credit union that wants to build something similar that you have done over a very long period of time. But what do you think they need to do as step one and two? I think the first step is like you said, but I, I don't think I got to that um, question, James, is as an executive team, you have to have executive buy-in. If your culture is really about the people and people helping people, you'll go and create many task force um, and committees to really dive in to see what do you want to be known for? What is your brand? Because everybody's culture is different. Everybody's brand is different. But identifying your top three and then building a really, really strong foundation and creating the voice of the employee and creating that buy-in is huge. All right. So no one can get away from being a guest on this podcast without answering my final question. (laughs) If you could change the world, how would you do it? So in today's world, recognize the humanity of other people and respect their dignity. Ali, there's going to be lots of people that I'm sure are going to be very interested in learning more about this. Um, Where can people reach you as well so that they can follow up? So everybody can reach me at ali.migaki at iqcu.com. And then I always throw my cell phone out there because that's who I am. Um, It is 360-901-3323. And we would love to show you a demo of our rewarding relationships that we have here at IQ. Allie, thank you so much for joining the podcast. And to all of our listeners out there, please go to our podcast, rate us on iTunes and other platforms. We've seen a star rating. We want to get more of this information out to more people. So please do that for us. Um, We would appreciate it. And again, we'll see you next week.